Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time it is you're you're at now or or catching up on. All right. Um wow. I, I hope I get through this without sneezing or or draining. My allergies have just been going crazy lately. And it's uh it's just yes, be healed. Thank you. Uh, I need that. I need a healing from allergies because wow, it's annoying. It's obnoxious, really. Like to be this uh, um, irritated by uh, God's creation drives me nuts. Uh, hello, Angie. Hello, Nicole. Hello, anyone else who's watching? Be sure to jump on and say hi. All right. Uh, this is uh, we're gonna continue going through the word for 2023. The last few paragraphs this week, and uh, next week we're gonna uh, transition into some new things. But I want to continue going through this, uh, and and I want to keep reiterating the things to to pull out of of a prophetic word when you receive it. And and the first one being, what is God saying that He's doing? Specifically, what is God doing in this? Uh, the second thing is, how can you partner with that word in, in action? Not just uh, um, saying, oh, this is what partnership's going to look like, but what are you actually going to do? And then, you know, following through with that. And then the third piece is, uh, how, uh, or excuse me, what can I look for to to see that there is fulfillment in this word, that it's finished and, and it's time to move on to the next thing. Or um, or, or also what uh, signs should I be looking for to know that I'm on the right path? And in this word for 2023, both of, the, both of those are are in there. You know, what is what does fulfillment look like? What what signs can I be looking for along the way to say, okay, this is this is happening right here in this. I need to pay attention here. Uh, I, I need to know that I'm taking action. Uh, good morning, Virginia. And, uh, and and pull these things out. And so uh, I, I'm going to read through this uh, like I did last week, and then we'll go back and, and go through it. And we're going to start uh, towards the end. Good morning, Lisa. We're going to start and, and just go through the last few paragraphs. It says, as you break through into the new year, keep persistence as your companion. Wear your all-access pass around your neck. Know that you belong in our house. I am laying territory at your feet, a rolled-up remnant, for you to spread wide. Hang it out. Beat the dust from it. Cleanse it from its iniquitous history. Expand wide. Stake the eastern border. You are my governmental ambassadors. You will find yourselves in spaces you have no experience, no credentials. However. I have found hearts that can host my zeal appropriately, a fiery crew that knows and banks on the inheritance of my government that will live on and on forevermore. In you, I have found hands to drop my legislation. Wrap your hands around my scrolls and take ownership. Great authority will consume you. I have called you to govern the fire. I have set my government upon you to steward with passion, truth, and trust. Great grace will accompany you as you go. 
You may feel unprepared, but you will never go alone. Boldness will host you all your days. I am remantling you and retraining you to establish my authority in the Americas. You will learn on the job. It's hands-on as you go training. Do not fret. I am your rear guard, and I have certainly gone before you. Stretch out my territory as you go. You will know when to sow and when to harvest. You will know when to tear up and when to build. Count the cost. I will show you the price tag. I am the Lord of the angel armies, and I am deploying a company of government officials from the ranks of my embassy. You will have all you need. Go boldly in confidence that the Lord of the angel armies has sent you and surrounded you with a host. As you go, your needs will be fulfilled. You are those who keep your eyes fixed on the kingdom of heaven. The angelic are moved into action by great faith. You will become more and more familiar with their ways. Trust me. All right. I want to I want to go through this and be uh, uh, looking for those things to, to pull out that God's doing, how we can partner with him and, and what uh, we could be looking for as fulfillment or even uh, um, knowing that we're on the right path. And so right away, it says, keep persistence as your companion. Wear your all access pass around your neck. Know that you belong in our house right there, right off the bat. That is instructions for you to partner with this word. It's it's instructions for you to uh, on how to act when you, you are out in in a space. You, your companion that you keep with you constantly is persistence. Continue to go. Continue to use your voice. Continue to to share Jesus. And, and that is, we can't miss that. We have to be able to pull these things out and keep persistence as our companion. It's, it's an instruction here. This is where, where your all-access pass around your neck. God's given us an all-access pass. He's calling us into spaces uh, that we don't necessarily have credentials for. However, he is putting us in those spaces. And so we have to know that we're there and know that we belong in his house. This is, this is a, a partnership of, of knowing, which when you know and you actually believe something, then you are going to, to act that out. You're going to live that in faith because there is a belief there. And, and if you know something, you, you are likely to believe it. Next, it says, I'm laying territory at your feet, a rolled up remnant. Again, this is easy to pick out. This is what God's doing here. He says, I am doing this. He is laying territory at our feet, a rolled up remnant. And then right away, it switches over to our piece of partnership here for us to spread wide. Hang it out. Beat it. Beat the dust from it. Cleanse it from its iniquitous history. There's instruction there for what we are to do with what he has laid at our feet. This this uh, territory, uh, this rolled up remnant, we are to spread it wide. We are to hang it out, beat the dust from it, examine it, cleanse any iniquitous history. You know, we have the, the power to forgive. We have... Uh, um, the power to to declare victory because we sit victorious, right? We sit victorious, co-seated with Christ. 
so we can do these things. And it continues on with more uh, partnership instructions for us. It says expand wide, stake the eastern border. So these are all things that we are to do with this, this territory that he's laid at our feet, this rolled up remnant. It goes on, it says, you are my governmental ambassadors. Right there, when we, when we read that, this is more about um, being able to partner with what it is God's doing. He's calling us governmental ambassadors. So we need to, to understand what a, a governmental ambassador does, what authority they carry in to a space where, that they are moving into. We also need to keep in mind this uh, all-access pass that he has put around our necks that we are supposed to wear. Because we need to understand that as his governmental ambassadors, we have access to places. We didn't necessarily know that we had access, but we do. And so we're pulling these things out here and and knowing, okay, if he is saying, you are my governmental ambassadors, what does that mean? What do governmental ambassadors do? What authority do they carry? We need to look these things up because there is partnership there that we are going to carry. Right after it says, you will find yourselves in spaces you have no experience, no credentials. However, I have found hearts that can host my zeal appropriately. A fiery crew that knows and banks on the inheritance of my government that will live on and on forevermore. This right here uh, that I just read, it it was a little bit longer, but it it is all a part of of the piece that we can see uh, that we are on the right path. Right. We can see uh, ourselves in spaces where we have no experience. And when you, you find yourself in those spaces, you can say, OK, I know I'm on the right path. God has placed me here as a governmental ambassador. So I'm going to step into this space that, that I found myself in now, even though I have no experience. Maybe I have no credentials, but in the spirit, I do have an all access pass to be there. He has given me something to carry into this space. Whatever that is, whatever the solution is needed, I'm that solution because he's put me in this space. If you find yourself in that area, you are the solution to what it is that it is needed in that time for that uh, uh, particular scenario. And so we have to keep that in mind that this right here that I just read, this is this is part of, of the, the thing where you're not necessarily going to see familiar uh, um, fulfillment, but what it is that, that uh, gives you indication you're on the right path, that you're, you're where you're supposed to be. And he goes on with more of that. And it says, in you, I have found hands to drop my legislation. So you know when he's, he's, he's dropping legislation in your hands that you're, you're on the right path. You're in the right place. He, he is, is, is doing this right then. And then it says right after that, it, it, it switches into partnership. Wrap your hands around my scrolls and take ownership. So he's dropping legislation into your hands. And you need to, to wrap, wrap that up tightly and take ownership of it. You don't just, you're not just going to take it and, and, and read it and put it on a shelf or whatever. You're going to own this thing. It's now yours. It's now yours to own. That's that's part of what God is telling us in partnership with him 
for this, what it is that he's dropping into your hands, you are to take ownership of it. With that comes some responsibility now. Owners have a responsibility. You don't get to, to pass the buck off on somebody. It, it's yours. But again, there's partnership here. You, you're, you're in partnership with God in this thing. But you need to own it. And, and, and you need to understand there's responsibility that comes with that uh, um, when he is, is putting his, in this instance, legislation in your hand. You need to own that legislation and you need to be able to act upon this. The next sentence says, great authority will consume you. Uh, again, this is this is something that I can say. I know I'm on the right path. Great authority is consuming me right now. I, I'm taking what he's given me. I, I'm, I'm owning it. And, and I can feel the authority that comes with that. I've stepped into my calling. I, I know who I am. I know who we are as a, a collective body. And we can step in and we can feel that great authority consuming us, giving us a boldness to step out. Right after that, he says, I have called you. God has called you. And what has he called you to? To govern the fire. That's what he's called us to. And goes on and says, I have set my government upon you. So God has called you, called you to what? To govern the fire. And he has set his government upon you. To do what with? He's called you to govern the fire. He has has set his government upon you to do what with? To steward. He wants you to steward these things. But, but with what are you going to steward them? You're going to steward them with passion, truth, and trust. That's what you're going to steward uh, uh, the fire that he has called you to govern and his government that he set upon you. The, these are things where, where stewardship uh, with passion, uh, tr- truth, and trust are, are things you can see. As, as part of fulfillment in there, a part of knowing you're on the right path, but at the same time, it's also instruction. So there's kind of a, a, a dual thing going on there uh, uh, with your piece of partnership, your, your faith in action, and also uh, what it is for you to know that you are on the right path. And, and there's a couple more places where you're going to see that in here as well. And then it says, great grace will accompany you as you go. So not only will great authority be consuming us in this, in this word as we are, are walking this out of governing the fire and stewarding uh, the government that he set upon us. Uh, but great grace is going to also accompany us as we go as well which means you are you have the power to go out and do these things. That's that great grace that's, that is accompanying you as you go. It says you may feel unprepared, but you will never go alone. I mean, there's, there's so much promise wrapped up in that right there. 
if if there's one thing that you are are able to come back to, there's a couple spots in this word where you're able to come back to. One of them is is where he says, uh, "Don't worry about the mistakes. There's going to be plenty of those, but he's there to to turn us around and set our feet back on higher ground." But this is another one right here. You'll never go alone, and I think that's something that that we need to be able to really highlight and and keep in our minds that. As you're doing this, as you are, are are going through this and you're walking this out uh, daily, but you are not alone. You are never going alone. Right after that, it, it says boldness will host you all your days. For me, this is one of those places uh, where, where I personally have gone back to as, as we have progressed through 2023 and, and continue to look for uh, opportunities to step out and act in faith on this word and to um and to see fulfillment and and there are times where uh we have had to be reminded that boldness is hosting us to be hosted by boldness has got to be an empowering thing for us to know that we are not going alone and that the boldness of God is hosting us. I just can't can't think of anything better to to jump off from right there. All right, where was I? Uh, uh, it says I God says I am remantling you and retraining you. Again, you can pull that out. What God's doing right there, remantling and retraining us. Why? To establish my authority in the Americas. That's what uh, remantling and retraining is unto, is establishing God's authority in the Americas. And this is, this is specific right here to this geographical location. But that, that's a lot to pull out in that one sentence. The remantling and retraining piece what, what does that look like for you? These are things you have to start digging into and you have to be able to pull out and say, okay, God, you're doing this, but I, I, need, I need wisdom and guidance as to what this looks like because I don't want to just be running out and looking for places to train anywhere. There, there is, if it's retraining, there is a specific area where he is wanting retraining done. There is, there is a, a deficit there in, in previous training or there has been a, 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 a misapplication or a misinterpretation of previous training, and we need to be retrained on something. This isn't something new he's wanting to train you on. He's wanting to, to retrain or redirect or correct something that, that needs correcting there, that needs retraining. And so that's something we need to look at when we see these things, is start really understanding, okay, I... I I think I have an understanding of retraining God, but I'm going to need a little bit more guidance. Where is this focused at? Okay, the next sentence, uh, you will learn on the job. It's hands-on as you go training. So the the retraining that he's talking about is is on the job, hands-on as you go. So you're not always going to know. You need to, to, to go before you know uh, and step out in faith. Just, just knowing, like God, I, I know that you 
have this for me. Uh, and, and right now I'm just going to, I'm just going to start going. I'm going to start taking action. And again, we can fall back on, you know, like, oh, okay. I thought this was the right action to take, but it really wasn't. So, okay. There's a mistake there, but God is, is right there. Turn us around, set our feet back on higher ground. Right. So we understand that this is another one of those where you're, you're seeing promise and you're also seeing that you're on the right path. Uh, you will learn on the job. It's hands-on as you go training. So I, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm getting the hands-on training. I can see that, but this is at the same time, this is partnership. I, I'm, I have to take action here. It's passively sitting back, uh, um, waiting for, for God to do all the things is not what this is calling for here. So he says, do not fret. So right there, there is, there is our piece of the partnership. We're, we're not to worry. We're not to, to uh, uh, fret. He says, I am your rear guard, and I have certainly gone before you. That's what God's doing. And that's what he's done. He is your rear guard. He is there. Got your back. He's protecting you. And he has certainly gone before you. So that's what he's already done. He's already gone before you. He's already been out there. And I think that's something we have to remember is that um, God is it is it bound by time. And so he's already gone before us. Okay, the next sentence, it says, stretch out my territory as you go. We, we can jump back up here, and he says he's laying territory at our feet, a rolled up remnant. And now we are to stretch out that territory as we go. He told us to spread it wide, to hang it out, beat the dust from it, cleanse it from its iniquitous history. And now he's saying, stretch out my territory as you go. So we've we've unrolled it. Now we need to stretch it out. Right. Get the wrinkles out of it. He says, you will know when to sow and when to harvest. You will know when to tear up and when to build. So that sentence right there, again, this is that that dual piece of of partnership. This is where you get to take action. You're going to be sowing. You're going to be harvesting. You're going to know when to tear up. You're going to know when to build. These are things, these are actions, right? Actions that you take and you're partnering with. But at the same time, there's a piece to know that you're on the right path because he's telling you that you will know when to take these different actions. If we are going to know when to take these different actions, we have to be in that intimate relationship with Jesus every single day. We have to uh, find the little moments to check in with him. And see what is happening. What's next? What are we going to do next? Without that intimate relationship, this is going to become very difficult to know when to do these certain things. Because we may see indicators to to take action in one way, but that may be not where, where it is that he's wanting to go. And so we have to make sure that we are in that intimate relationship. Next, it says, count the cost. I will show you the price tag. 
that that's ours to do to count the cost. It's God's to show us the price tag. Well, what it, what it's really going to take. I mean that 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 is that is the the essence of of moving into counting the cost of of anything that you're you're going into and, and partnering with God to to say I, I, I'm doing this. Show me more about what it is. I'm counting the cost as best I can, but I need you to show me the price tag. He goes on and says, I am the Lord of angel armies, and I am deploying a company of government officials from the ranks of my embassy. Straightforward. That's what God is doing right there. He is the Lord of angel armies, and he's deploying a company of government officials from the ranks of his embassy. And earlier we read where he stated that you are my governmental ambassadors, which ambassadors come out of embassies. They work in embassies. And so we have to understand here and be able to, to go back and extract. This is why when you're, you're reading these things, we have to get into making sure we're making the connections throughout the entire prophetic word that's given because there are going to be references back and forth. And and this is one of those examples. So that's what God is doing. He is, he is uh, deploying a company of government officials from the ranks of his embassy. Right after that, it says you will have all you need that right there. Um, And that's something that should really be exciting. Like I can step out in faith because I know that I have uh, all that I need. All that I need is going to be available to me as I'm stepping out here. Not only am I hosted by boldness, I have great grace to go do these things. I have persistence as my companion. Now I'm going to have all I need. And again, he reiterates, go boldly in confidence that the Lord of the angel armies has sent you and surrounded you with a host. Go boldly. Go in confidence. Because the Lord of the angel armies has sent you and surrounded you with a host. Not just a host of boldness, but but a, a host. He's, he's announcing here that he's the Lord of the angel armies. I can't imagine that the host that he's surrounded us with is only boldness. I, I would infer here that there is, is a, an army of angels that is surrounding me as a host. That, that's an incredible picture to be hosted in that manner, right? And, and that piece uh, uh, has sent you and surrounded you with a host. There is, is partnership there because uh we are being sent, which means we need to go. But at the same time, we can see that uh, we're on the right path because we're surrounded, right? We, we, if we are stepping out, we know we are on the path and we're surrounded with a host. It's another one of those that, that has that dual function there. It goes on and says, as you go, your needs will be fulfilled. Again, just going back to speaking to you will have all that you need. 
there is there is a confidence to be drawn out in what God's saying here. In as you go, your needs will be fulfilled. But that's as you go. So we're not trying to to store up the fulfillment or the the, the satisfaction of all of our needs before we go. This is happening as we go. So it, it, it wouldn't be a, a faithful act to step out if, if I've got everything all lined up beforehand. God's telling us to go and he will fulfill our needs. And, and in the statement, you will have all you need. He's already been there. So everything's already set up. Everything's already lined out. Your, your cash of whatever is needed is already sitting in place waiting for you to show up. But you have to go. As you go, your needs will be fulfilled. You are those who keep your eyes fixed on the kingdom of heaven. That's who you are. In this scenario, as this ambassador deployed from the ranks of the embassy with the, the uh, what does it say, the, uh, the government upon you, the the uh, uh, legislation in your hand. You are one who keeps your eyes fixed on the kingdom of heaven. It says the angelic are moved into action by great faith. This is, this is a, 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 a promise here. The angelic are moved into action by your great faith. You stepping out and taking Action moves the angelic realm. It's going to stir and excite them into into action. So you will become more and more familiar with their ways. Trust me. You are going to become more and more familiar with what is going on in the angelic realm and and what's going on with them as, uh, as you go. You're going to become more and more familiar with that. If, as you are, are one who keeps your eyes fixed on the kingdom of heaven, this is the result. You are going to become more and more familiar. And in that last bit right there, those last two words are another piece of partnership. Trust me. It's a big question. Do you trust God? You trust God to do what it is that he's saying that he's going to do. I can't imagine that we would um, be receiving these things and going through and pulling all this stuff out if we didn't. But it comes back to the fact that, am I going to act? Am I going to step out in faith and and live as though these things are true? Live as though I, I trust God to actually do what he says he's doing. I think that's an important piece of this. I want to, uh, as we finish this out, forgot to get this open earlier. I want to read Haggai 1. Uh, just really quick. It won't, it won't take long, but I, I think it's an important thing to be able to to read this because it is one of the scriptures that 
was given to us at the beginning of the year that accompanies this work. And so it's important to be able to, to go back to this and, and find the things that are relevant to what it is we're talking about. So let's go ahead and read this. It says, in the second year of Darius the king, on the first day of the sixth month, the word of the Lord came by the prophet Haggai to Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, This people says, The time has not come, even the time for the house of the Lord to be rebuilt. So the people may not have been uh, proclaiming that with their mouths, but their actions certainly spoke those words because they were they were focused on themselves and their their uh, perceived needs over a, a place to commune with God, a, a house for him. And, and this isn't just a house built by man where God can come and dwell. This is a place of meeting also. Verse three said, then the word of the Lord came by Haggai, the prophet saying, is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses while this house lies desolate? Uh, other translations say, while this house lies in ruins. Just complete and utter uh, uh, rubble. Verse five says, now, therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much, but harvest little. You eat, but there is not enough to be satisfied. You drink, but there is not enough to become drunk. You put on clothing, but no one is warm enough. And who earns earns wages to put into a purse with holes? Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. That piece in there about uh, harvest, uh, uh, sown much, but harvest little, uh, eat, but not enough to be filled, drink, but not enough to be satisfied, uh, earning wages, but dropping it into uh, a purse with holes is bracketed by consider your ways. I, I think we have to, to be able to look at that and say, um, what, what is, how are we partnering with God here? Because this right here looks like selfish ambition rather than partnership with God, which is why he is telling them on both sides to consider your ways. And, and we can apply this to the prophetic words we receive. Are we, are we receiving them and then putting them on a shelf or looking to direct them to uh, a selfish ambition and uh, advancement of material possession rather than advancement of the kingdom of heaven. We need to consider our ways. It goes on and says, go up to the mountains, bring wood and rebuild the temple that I may be pleased with it and be glorified, says the Lord. You look for much, but behold, it comes to little. When you bring it home, I blow it away. Why? declares the Lord of hosts. Because of my house, which lies desolate, while each of you runs to his own house. Therefore, because of you, the sky has withheld its dew and the earth has withheld its produce. I called for a drought on the land, on the mountains, on the grain, on the new wine, on the oil, on what the ground produces, on men, 
on cattle and on all the labor of your hands. Then Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, with all the remnant of the people, obeyed the voice of the Lord their God and the words of Haggai the prophet, as the Lord their God had sent them. And the people showed reverence for the Lord. And Haggai, the messenger of the Lord, spoke by the commission of the Lord to the people, saying, I am with, <clears throat> excuse me, I am with you, declares the Lord. So the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came and worked on the house of the Lord of hosts their God. When you receive a prophetic word, what is your response? Does it does it stir you to action? I think that is the big question. And, and one of the reasons that we wanted to go through this and, and and really start to look at this and say, are we are we seeing fulfillment here? Are we partnering well? Are we stewarding this well? How has this stirred us? That is one of the reasons we wanted to go through this. And we have to ask the question, how are you treating your prophetic word? When you receive a prophetic word, how are you treating it? Are you going through and and pulling the things out that God says he's doing? Are you going through and pulling out the pieces where you can partner with him? Are you going through it and pulling out those those aspects, those marks where it says you're on the right path? This is what fulfillment looks like. The, the, The people needed to consider their ways. And they did and responded rightly. They responded and, 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 and it says the Lord stirred up their spirit. Stirred up the spirit of everyone there. Just by the prophetic word that was given through Haggai. Consider your ways. If your ways are, are sowing but harvesting little. If they're, they're eating but not enough to be satisfied. If they're, they're earning wages but it's not enough, we need to consider our ways. And and I understand the the specificity of of, of that example right there, but we have to consider our ways and look at what it is that God has given us in prophetic words and and see if there is is fulfillment there. See if we're on the right path because that's that's basically what what we're talking about here when we say uh, sown much but harvest little in considering our ways, are, are we on the right path? Obviously not, if that's if that's the case. And so we can go back and look at, and, and in this word for 2023 that was given to us, there's very clear and specific marks that say we are on the right path. So we have to consider our ways and, and answer the question, how are we treating the prophetic words that are given to us? Are we stewarding them well? Father, I thank you for for the words that you give us. I thank you that you are still today speaking to us, that you're still guiding and leading us, that you're still 
calling us into partnership with you. I thank you that, that we can go in boldness because we are hosted by boldness all of our days. I thank you that you go before us, that you're surrounding us with a host. you're loving and caring for us. I thank you for oneness where we get to sharpen one another and be sharpened. Thank you, Jesus. really hope that uh, this has been useful for you and that prophetic words that you already have, you will go back into and look at and, and see if that is something God is still using in your life or if it's been fulfilled and, and have the conversation with the Holy Spirit. Talk to him about it. See what wisdom he gives you. All right. I love you all. Have a great week.